Hey Islanders and welcome to episode 36 of the Camino Voice. On this episode, I get to speak to the Vice President and General Manager of Smoky Point Concrete. Please welcome Mark Crawford. Hi, I'm Brandon Erickson and you're listening to the Camino Voice podcast, where I interview folks around Camino Island and beyond. If you want to stay up to date on events, businesses, and even hear a little history of this area, subscribe to this podcast and share with your friends. Thanks for listening. Hey, Islanders, and welcome to another episode of the Camino Voice, where we release a new episode every Tuesday. On this episode, I got to speak to Mark Crawford, and that last name might sound familiar to you because recently on episode 31, I got to speak to his daughter, Leanna Crawford, who is a musician over in Nashville, and I actually got to speak to his other one of his other daughters named Lauren Brem, uh, last name no longer the same because she's married, but she is way back from episode eight. So if you haven't heard that one, go back and listen to both of those episodes. Um, but I've been looking forward to this conversation for quite a while. Mark was a dad in the community that was highly involved with the church that I grew up in, um, as well as um, owning a business. And he has four kids, uh, has four kids, uh, similar to myself. And so it's always interesting to me to talk to business owners and family men who have been uh, involved in a business, but also have had to work on that work-life balance aspect of it as well. Um, and someone who has gone through all of that and then come out the other end, um, uh, you know, successful in both sides. So anyways, I've been looking forward to this conversation for a while. I hope you guys will enjoy it. So without further ado, here is my conversation with Mark Crawford. Hey, Islanders, and welcome to another episode of the Camino Voice. On this episode, I have the Vice President and General Manager of Smoky Point Concrete. Welcome to the podcast, Mark Crawford. Thank you, Brandon. Appreciate the opportunity. All right. So before we jump into everything, uh, tell us a little bit about Mark. Well, um, let's. Uh, how, how, how far back do you want me to start? So. Uh, as far as you want. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, grew up, went to high school in uh, Cedar Woolley. And um, uh, so spent most of my growing up years there in the Skagit, in Skagit County. Um, uh, then uh, went to uh, a junior college in, in eastern Washington called Columbia Basin Junior College in Tri-Cities. And basically that was because of uh, football. And uh, But that's where I was, the uh, reason I went there, I guess, was to meet my wife. So that's where she was from. Nancy was uh, from uh, there, so we met her there. Uh, went uh, then went on to Portland State University. Um, got my degree there, and uh, Nancy got her degree. We got married our last year of college. Um, went to work uh, in the uh, in the concrete ready mix business um, in Portland for a year and a half, and uh, uh, then moved to Yakima. Went to work there for um, a couple years over there, working in the same industry and in the uh, sand and gravel and concrete industry. Then um, uh, Nancy and I um, uh, moved here and, and bought, uh, bought into uh, Smoky Point Concrete at that point. And, and uh, um, then we um, raised our family, have four, four kids, now two grandkids here. And, um, oh, very so, cool. Yeah, so there we go. <clears throat> All right. So I didn't actually realize you, you're a Cedro person. Cedro person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's good, isn't it? <laughs> Well, yeah, I don't know. That was a long time Cedro person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, we had, it was a great place to grow up. It's one of those uh, small communities, uh, you know, similar to Stanwood, uh, you know, uh, just a, you know, a great place to grow up and, and uh, real, you know, country, country town and uh, a lot of, a lot of great, you know, a lot of great memories. Yeah. So then were you, were, did you guys live in town or did you live like out of town a little ways? We lived out of town there, had a little farm and, um, you know, had horses and cows and chickens and ducks and uh, all that stuff. So had a great, uh, great time out there. Okay. What, I guess I never uh, found out. What are your parents? What did they do for work? Um, uh, my, uh, my mom basically, uh, um, uh, uh, was a stay home mom until my youngest brother, who's 15 years behind me, uh, got into high school. Then she became the school nurse at the Cedar Woolley school district for, I think about 20 years. Okay. And, and so she was there. My dad, uh, was, uh, was, uh, was in the same business I was in the concrete sand and gravel business. So, okay. Yeah. Got it. So then you were there, where was, because um, for those who uh, have heard some of the backstory of myself, um, I worked with Janicki. So like, where was Janicki at when you guys were living there? Were they, had they started like Janicki Industries? Was that going on at that point? No, I, I actually went to school with um, uh, the uh, Janickys, um basically, um, uh, you know, Mike was a couple years ahead of me, Mike Janicki, John Janicki was in my class and Rob, okay. and Rob was a year behind me. And, uh, uh, at that time, basically there was just logging, uh, Janicki logging at that time and, and Got it. Janicki logging instructions. I think Janicki industry started, you know, a few, a few years after that, I think. So. Okay. Very yeah. cool. All right. So then, um, you went to then you went to Columbia Basin College. What what were you studying there then? Well, that was just mainly it was uh, it was uh, I guess uh, main reason I went over there was for football. But I, but my study but the study was for business management is what my uh, associates became at that point. So, Got it. Yeah. Okay. Nice. And then what what brought you to Portland State then? Football again, okay. Yeah, football scholarship, and uh, and uh, and that was a great opportunity there. They had a great business school, and and uh, that's where my degree ended up being was business management. Got it. Okay, nice. So then, were you were uh, you were good enough in football to be able to move along to different colleges and? Yeah, it was it was a nice way to get my you know get my way paid most of my way paid through college. So it was uh, uh, yeah it was a it was a, a fun opportunity and uh, learned a lot and it was a great uh, discipline I guess to stay you know because it's hard it's sort of like a full time job in college. You yeah, know, you're trying to study and yeah and then you got six eight hours of you know of training and practice and football. So it's a, it's an interesting time, but it was uh, it was really a good time. I enjoyed it and and. Um, and uh, my aspirations to go on, I was, I think at that point I was burned out at football. So by the time I was done at college, I was ready to be done. So. Okay. Is that, uh, that passion continued on into your, as you've gotten older? Uh, no, so, sort of gotten away from it. Okay. So yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's not quite as, uh, you know, it went from being my, my number one passion to not being much on the radar anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> a little bit still. So. Okay. Very cool. So then you said you were down in Portland state, you graduated there and then, uh, How'd you get started in the the Quick Creek? Well, in the, in the um, in the concrete business, there uh, took a job. Uh, you know, um, had some connection to meet some people down there, and basically took a job as a in a sales position down there. In the um, actually was uh, started in the concrete um, uh, bagging products, which was the sand, you know, the small bags, and moved into concrete uh, ready mix sales, which is actually the to the contractors and projects around the area. So uh, basically, went there for you know uh, about a year and a half. So was there. 
Okay. And then did you have any sales, like, in your, like, working experience, did you work sales at all? Or what? how did you get started in sales? Uh, not a lot of, uh, no, did not have any sales experience other than just, you know, college education and, the, and degree. So very little, you know, that per se, I would say sales experience. So it was sort of just, I think that was a position that was open. And since I had, a, you know, some background in the industry um, yeah. and had been around it, then, then I could, uh, you know, they thought I could, uh, thought I could work and sell. So. <laughs> very cool. And how did that go well? Did you like pick up on sales pretty quick? You or? know, um, I, um, <laughs> Probably not as good as I should have. I probably wasn't. Uh, maybe I thought I was better than I than I performed. But uh, no, it it didn't go bad. It was a great learning experience and and understanding the process of uh, of selling and marketing and, and and you know the discipline and difficulty of it is it's it's, it's always a challenge. But uh, um, it was a great great learning experience and and uh, and it did eventually you know pick up on it more and more. So yeah. So how did that lead to Yakima then? So then uh, another opportunity opened up where um, uh, to uh, sort of move up into more of a management role um, in Yakima in the ready mix industry and, and was offered a position to go over there. And it looked like, a, uh, you know, a great opportunity at the time. And, and so we uh, headed over to Yakima. Where, where was there, uh, yeah, basically in more of a management sales also, but a little bit more management type thing there. So Okay. Um, at, at this point, do you have any kids? No, we have no kids at this point. Though. Okay. So yeah, so we're so we're we're married, but we're just sort of uh, we we're not uh, don't have to worry about bringing kids along with us. So yeah. So then, um, how how did you guys enjoy your time in Yakima? You know, we really enjoyed it. It was a it was a fun time. Uh, Nancy actually she had, she had to stay at Portland State for um, basically a quarter to finish her degree, so we were apart for about a quarter. And then she moved up there and stuff. And uh, yeah, yeah, come on. Nancy's from Tri City, so she, you know, was close to home there. Uh, you know, when the, you know the the desert climate there is nice. The sunshine's nice, and uh, and but yeah, we had a good time in Yakima. Was it during that time of our life? So okay, yeah. nice. Yeah, we uh, we would visit Yakima when I was a kid, but it was never. I don't know. We 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 didn't really like Yakima, the area, and so whenever we went over there, it was never like. It was never a positive experience. It was always kind of just like, it was a little bit boring. And I was like, oh, we're going back to Yakima. And it's a long drive. (laughs) Yep, yep, yeah. I think if you live there a little bit, you sort of get to see some of the other things that are there and and do do stuff. But we, yeah, we, you know, it was during that time of our life, we we really enjoyed it and stuff. So Yeah. Well, and like, you know, when I moved back over there to go to Wazoo later on in life, you're not quite in the Yakima area, but uh, we did some hi- we did some camping trips and stuff. Went down to like Hell's Canyon, mm. um, so we got to see a lot more of that area. And I was like, oh, this is actually there's actually fun stuff to do over here. So <laughs> it was a turning of that experience. But yeah, yeah yep. I remember as a kid, it was not my whenever not I your heard favorite we were place, going there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so all right, so then. Um, so you were, how long were you guys over in Yakima then? About two years, I think. We two were, years. Yeah, okay. about two years over there. And uh, uh, then the company uh, was up, basically sold. And uh, so I had the opportunity to um, stay over there and work with the new company or uh, stay with the, the owner of the old company at another type division that he had and stuff like that. So those were the opportunities I had at that point. So Okay. So you ended up following the other owner then? No, actually, that's when, oh, the, okay. that's when, that's when the other, yeah, I had those opportunities there. And then so uh, at that point, um, 
that's when the opportunity came that uh, the um, Smoky Point Concrete at the time was getting ready to be shut down, and and because um, of some uh, management issues and those sort of things, and uh, so I was offered the opportunity to come over and buy out the the managing the managing partner, and uh, and take it over. So it was um, that was so I said that all had at the right time. So I said, you know what, I'm you know. It gets me back over here on the west side, you know, gets, um, you know, give me an opportunity to, you know, one of the things I always want, I knew I always wanted to do from the day I started mowing lawns was I wanted to own my own business. And that was okay. one of those things from, you know, 11, 12 years old that I says, you know, starting with lawn mowing. So this was an opportunity to come in and own my own business. So Yeah. Very cool. So, how did you actually get connected with Smoky Point? Then, how did you hear about them? So, they're uh, it was basically four partners, and and one of the partners, the non-operating partners in it was was my dad in that. So, okay, and, yeah, and so he had a owner ownership uh, interest in it, and and uh, then basically, um, so they offered to say, hey, if, you know, you can come over here. We're going to shut or we're going to shut it down. So, one of the you can buy into it, or <laughs> or we're not going. So he said, oh, it sounds like a great opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they said just bring you know bring all the money you have and uh, and uh, invest it and see what see what happens. So which wasn't a lot of money at the time. So <laughs> okay, that's what I was kind of wondering. Like, where did you get the money to buy out some? Because that's a lot of money usually. Well, it, it, let's put it this way: the business at that time there wasn't much of a business. Got let's it. Put it that way. So <laughs> it was a, it was a, probably the perfect opportunity for somebody who didn't uh, you know you know wanted to build something from the bottom up it was yeah. it was there and uh, yeah so i basically you know i forget what the i think i had uh, i think at the time i had like 5 or 8000 dollars so that was the down payment and then i were you know the rest of it came i worked it off over yeah. the next uh, next couple years so okay yeah so then when you so you you look into buying into this and then um, the other operating or not non-operating owners um, how did that work out? Like, as far as you're coming in, do they help mentor you in all of this? Um, do they try and get you up to speed? Yeah. I mean, that was, you know, I think that the, the benefit of having, um, you know, people experienced in a business or something like that, there's a mentorship that takes place and, um, and which was great. Um, they, they allowed me the freedom to operate the business <clears throat> But they also gave me the the freedom to be mentored also and and uh, ask questions and learn about the industry so and and how to run a business that way. Okay. So then, what was the state of uh, Smoky Point Concrete at this point when you when you stepped through the door? You know, at, at that point, it was it was. Um, I mean, there wasn't a lot there. I think it was like two or three people and three or four trucks that would run at any one. You know, a couple would run at one time. So it was basically um, it, it was. At this point, really, I mean, you know, probably the best thing that at that point there was one, you know, one person there that was uh, that, that I worked with for the next twenty years, who was who was a, a gentleman a little older than I was, that we became just close friends, and he was uh, that was probably the best thing I could have gotten out of the business with that was that relationship, and then being able to work beside him. But a guy named Lee Ingram uh, worked with him for you know 20 years okay and, and uh, but uh, that was that was probably the best thing that came with the <laughs> came with the business so the rest of it was uh was uh was was yeah so the state of the business was pretty it was it was a failed business at that point yeah so, yeah okay so then what what was your kind of first steps like like stepping into something like that what was your did you have a plan or were you just like i'm gonna outwork or <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
Yeah, you know, and I, I was, you know, as I was thinking about that a little bit recently, but you know, I, I think at this point I'm 27 years old. So at this point, I think I'm, you know, at, at 27 years old, I think I'm the smartest person in the world, right? Because at 27, so at, at now in my 50s, I know I'm about the dumbest person in the world <laughs> at times. But anyway, uh, so a lot of it was just going in there and, and you know, not without a plan, but basically it was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna work the thing to death, and and uh, and whatever it was, whatever it was gonna take, I was gonna, I was gonna do it, and so it was. Whether it was you know fifteen, twenty-hour days sometimes to to uh, you know to doing you know everything and anything that required to be done and and so and I think that was probably the the best thing that I was maybe you know at that point uh, I, I figured that you know I was just going to you know battle my way through it no matter what it was and um, and didn't have a lot of fear at that at that point either so. <laughs> Okay, and then is what was was Nancy working to, during this time as well? Then so this is and this was you know this is the time where she then so she comes over here and she's a she's a teacher and a really good teacher and so she started working and teaching in the Stanwood uh, School District. And really? So, okay. Yeah, yep. So and so right during this time, so she starts teaching and then I think she taught for two years. Yeah, two years I think, and uh, and then and then when we had Lauren, our oldest, that's when she said that she just wanted to wanted to stay home and stuff and so that was I remember that time thinking wow I don't know if we can do this because <laughs> I don't know if we're having my, I'm not, not sure I'm making enough money for this and uh, but anyway it worked out and, and uh, God's plan worked out perfect for it so yeah yeah and so during this time <clears throat> um did you guys move directly from Yakima to the to here on Camino? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, directly to Camino Island here. So, Got it. Yeah. Okay. And how long did you guys live in that on Camino? We were there for twenty years. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I was talking with uh, Leanna, your daughter, mm -hmm. uh, on a previous episode, and like I just remember you guys living on Camino, and so um, after talking with Lauren and Leanna, and, um, I was like, oh, I didn't. I guess I never had realized that you guys had moved out to Stanwood. <laughs> <laughs> so, all those things take place. And, yeah. and uh, no, we love Camino Island. We've lived there for 20 years. Still have some property out here that we're you know, going to probably build back on again here soon. But, uh, but uh, uh, part of it was we just wanted to get um, some acreage around us and, and the kids wanted to have horses and, and that sort of thing. So we, so we had a place built and, and really enjoyed it out there and have enjoyed it. So Yeah, very cool. Um, so then, as you start building up, uh, uh, so about two years when you have your first, your oldest, where is Smoky Point Concrete during that time? Well, it's 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 starting to you know it's starting to grow. We're starting to see some you know good things. You know it's it's you know part of one of the things, and as as you probably know, you know the reputation in in the business community is something that you're trying to you know always grow and always maintain and mm -hmm. always you know improve and. And, you know, we went from, you know, one of the things was we're just, you know, basically taking our reputation of being, you know, sort of this, you know, not not a great provider of, of services and concrete, but but then change that reputation to being something that all of a sudden where people were, you know, we were, you know, over time became, you know, one of the, uh, you know, one of the best providers of concrete in the area with customer service and those sort of things. And, and that's, and that's, you know, I think in a lot of ways continued and why that's, you know, but during that time, it, it, it was just in a growth period. There was time when we're growing. There's times when we're making mistakes. There's times when we're having successes and making more mistakes. And, <laughs> and it's, you know, some of that's just, you know, you, you hit and miss so many times, but hopefully you hit more than you miss. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so then that's another question. As you're growing this company, how did you, 
um, how did you did you strategically or, or intentionally build management a certain way and and how your team was trained or how did that all evolve over time? Yeah, it's you know, and it's interesting. I, I'm blessed right now with a, a quality management team right now that's been with me for you know over. 20, 30 years, some of them, you know, wow. and, and, and very, very good, uh, quality <clears throat> group of people. And, uh, um, and, you know, and it's, it's interesting. You sort of, you, you pick up on things from certain people and, 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 uh, just through pro- bringing them in for one position and then realizing the talents they have for another position and, 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 and they're all growing at the same time. And, and, you know, you're looking for people when you're growing a business that, that want to grow, that want to learn, that, uh, you're looking for positive attitudes. You're looking for people that want to, you know, want to not only excel themselves, but they want their team to excel around them. Mm-hmm. And you're looking for people that are team players. You want, you know, if you're going to build a team around you, you need to, they need to feel like the, you know, they're part of the team, but they also got to give to the team also. And so, right. so you look for, you know, I've always looked for people that are, you know, are, are truly engaged in, in building team. And, and if you're not going to have that, then, you know, if they're just going to, you know, be that person that's, you know, going to be isolated, you know, they're probably not somebody who's going to fit on a, you know, on my team anyway, per se. So, yeah. And was that something that like, um, that kind of was just a natural thing that you, Figured out along the way, or was that something that was intentional from the get go? I think for me, it was I think a lot of it was intentional um, because some of it was I go back and and you know look at you know one of the things is that not that sports is the only way to get there. There's lots of different ways to get there, but to build you know when you're on when you get to be part of a team mm-hmm. that has mm-hmm. success and you see everybody moving in one direction, it's sort of a exciting time you know yeah. everybody's moving in the same step and i've been on some sports teams that everybody was moving and you know we had some success and it was like it's like almost you couldn't be stopped and, yeah and and, and so <laughs> you know so intentionally you start looking to say okay that was pretty fun that was cool to be able to be part of that and so okay how do we you know how do we turn that into other things you know and right. create this team or community that now you know starts rolling and stuff that people you know that are passionate i mean you know, I think, you know, I, I love to be part of people who are passionate that just, you know, they, 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 they hate to lose, but they love to win and they say they celebrate one and, and don't like the other. And, and so, um, but I think for me, intentionally putting people around me, and I think that's what happened. I got people put around me and came around me that, that, you know, that sort of fit and help, you know, help me, helped us grow the, grow the business and create a, create that type of team and community. So, yeah, no, that's, that's very cool. Um, so then, you smoking uh, Smoky Point Concrete is the the Quickcrete section of it. Is that under Smoky Point, or is that a separate company? So um, the I, I, the Quickcrete, I'm not. That's that's not a not Quickcrete itself. Yeah, the, the ready mix. The, concrete? Re, the, the ready Skagit ready mix. Skagit ready mix. Yes, yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. So Skagit. Sorry, no, no problem. So it's like calling <laughs> our coffee Starbucks. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. So, um, but uh, Skagit Ready Mix is a company that we bought about uh, about, um, about eighteen years ago, and so it's up in in Skagit County, and it's um, it's uh, yeah, it's basically a division of our company, and does the same basically does the same thing up in the Skagit County. So, we basically serve you know three three to four counties, basically Snohomish, Skagit Island, and then you know some of North King and South Whatcom type counties. So, okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, so then, um, this whole time, as you continue to grow the business and stuff, um, you get to the point where you've got four kids. 
how is how do you balance all of that together when you're doing doing this? <laughs> Not very well. <laughs> um, you know, as, as you know, as a as a young father and building a building a business, uh, the the you know the challenges come from um, you know how much time do you have in a day and mm-hmm. and, and where are your priorities and um, you know and there's. Um, you know, there's times when your priorities get mixed up sometimes when the, you know, when business becomes more the priority than family and, and, uh, and you got to pull yourself back in and, and make sure that you keep a, a priority, uh, you know, that your family's got to be your priority. And, you know, I, I wish I could say that was it all the time because it, it sometimes it wasn't. And, uh, and cause the, you know, sometimes the business can be so overwhelming and things are happening that it just, it, you know, you, you, you just start focusing on it. I was blessed to have an incredible wife who was there to take pick up the slack and and uh, Nancy uh, you know and I think that's you know one of the blessings of overall the business of the family is that to have a you know have a you know have a partner like that who's you know willing to understand some of the sacrifices most of the time and then and then also work alongside you in so many ways to be successful both you know I mean you know not that she was directly involved in the business but she was directly involved in supporting me that helped me grow the business and then she was obviously directly involved with taking care of the family and doing a great job there so. yeah well yeah and and just to touch on it um I mean I've, I've mentioned them already but two of your kids have already been on the podcast yeah um good. both Lauren was actually pretty early on in the podcast I think that, uh episode eight and then Leanna more recently um how has that been with, I mean, I also want to get into the other kids as well, but just how has it been seeing just each of your kids be successful in the way that they are? You know, that's, that's the, you know, the, uh, just been an incredible blessing to watch that and, you know, lots of prayer, lots of time to see him, see him grow and stuff. And, and, uh, um, but yeah, it, you know, it's, it's, it's exciting because, you know, you're, you're watching them take on, you know, what are their own passions, what are their own gifts and, and, and their own drives and, and, uh, and uh, you know, not you know, not necessarily follow directly after me or my or Nancy, but but also you know the, you know taking the values that we've taught them and then going on expanding and stuff. And so yeah, it's it's been just a, an incredible time to watch them grow and watch them make mistakes and watch them grow again and watch them make you know, that whole process. And and but but uh, but we're really proud of you know all our kids and they've got each got their own journey and their own journey story and and uh, but. Uh, but really, it's been been fun to fun to be a part of that and watch it. Now, as they're young adults, to still be able to be a part of it and and watch them grow and the things they're doing. So yeah, yeah. Is this something that like with each of them? Have you where where they are now? Was it something like as a as kids you were like, oh, I can see them doing this type of thing, or is it like some of these things like completely out of there? Like I had no idea this was going to happen. Um, you know, yeah. It's you know, it, it's. You know, it's interesting because each, you know, each each kid has their own, you know, uh, you know, own um, um, desires and passions and those sort of things. And you think you raised them all the same, but they're all totally different, you know. Yeah. And so, yeah, some of it's, you know, you know, I mean, uh, you know, Lauren's always been a, you know, she's a hard charger and a, you know, real passionate. So she's, you know, has that, you know, where she's just and watching how she's. Uh, um, you know, has run her horse business and, and run her new um, um, new uh, Arbonne business, and then and then how she'd be how she's you know how her um, you know just how she takes you know being a mother on and and uh, has just been 
you know, it's one of those things. It's okay, you know, what, you know, and, and just amazing to see, you know, what kind of wonderful mother she's become. So, um, so yeah, so it's, you know, and, and, you know, with Craig, my son and, and watching, you know, he's, you know, he went the athletic route and had some, you know, had some success in, in college with, you know, a golf scholarship and going through that and, and, uh, and watching his journey and stuff, and then seeing him as he's getting older and, and growing, and, and how well he's doing. And so, you know, when you think about w was that going to happen, I don't know. Uh, you know, Leanna was, you know, Leanna with her music was singing when she was four years old. So I said, oh, maybe this will be. <laughs> who knows? She'll be doing this. And and uh, and and Lindsay's just, you know, uh, just a, you know, watching her succeed as a talented uh, working in the as a music management industry. You know, just a talented young lady watching her. Uh, you know, using her gifts to, um, you know, to share and stuff. So, you know, it, I, you know, could I have said that they were each doing that? No, but I guess the key thing is that for me is that, you know, each of them's following, following God and following their heart and passion right now. And yeah. So it's, it's, there's some really cool stuff happening with them. So, yeah, no, that's, that's very cool. Um, and then going back to Craig. So, I mean, I grew up and I would hang out with Craig every once in a while and it was, um, so we were friends growing up and then, um, it must have been when you guys moved off to Stanwood and then just, you know, high school, there's so many other things going on, um, kind of lost contact with them. But he's now working with you in the business, right? Yes. Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So. Very and, cool. And it's been, you know, it's been fun and it's, and, it, and it's also challenging. It's, you know, and, and you, you could probably relate to some of this because, you know, you're doing a little bit of the same thing and, mm -hmm. and following and, uh, you know, taking over some of your, you know, some of your dad's business and, and the challenges that come with that is trying to. You know how do you how do you create your own voice? How do you create your own you know imprint on on this? And and you know what does that look like? Because you know obviously, you know Craig's different than me, and and you're different than your dad. And and but you don't you know you don't want to be the cookie cutter replacement, but you also want to take the good stuff that you, that they're doing and that sort of thing. And so, you know I think there's there's a real challenge. I think. Um, uh, I think especially for um, children taking or being a part of a of, of a business like that because you you almost have to prove yourself to a, another level you know you, right. you, you you've got almost do be twice as good and work twice as hard for mm -hmm. people to believe that you're not just handed not it just handed yeah. to it and 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 it's and it's and it's difficult because there's a lot of people don't understand that um, and then uh, you know so so you know you're under a microscope you know and 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 so there's a real challenge with that and and um, you know I've watched my son um, handle that challenge really well and continue to grow it and he'll you know he'll you know he'll succeed because I think he's got that desire to and that he'll set his own imprint on the business. So yeah, and how long has he been working there? Well, he's actually been working, you know, basically, you know, through through uh, college. He was working summers and that sort of thing, and then came to work uh, after college, and and uh, um, uh, basically worked out in the in, you know out in the labor side of it, not in the construction side for a while, and then basically from there went. Um, 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 you know, tried you know tried his career at going out and uh, you know, trying a little shot at some professional golf and uh, down in Arizona. And, okay. And, and uh, uh, then came back and and went back to work in the out in the precast division. And then uh, a couple years ago, uh, basically, uh, um, our sales manager, one of my management team, basically said, you know, he's got he's got skills and gifts to get into sales. And I think uh, so. He he wanted to bring him on the on uh, in the sales team and and. Uh, Yeah, very cool. And so then, um, so kind of circling back then, um, more recently than I mean, fairly recently, you've actually sold your the 
business, right? Right. Yep. Okay. So how did that come about? You know, it was just the, uh, <clears throat> it's one of those things, uh, the company had approached me and a uh, number of years back and wanted to do it and I wasn't ready at the time. And, and, you know, just a, you know, a multitude of factors over the, you know, you know, and one of the main factors was uh, that, that, that I was looking for in a buyer was that we were being able to operate uh, autonomously and, uh, and operate with the same type of, um, atmosphere and, and, uh, and, and basically business situation that we had. And this, they've allowed us to basically operate it just how I operate it in a lot of ways. Um, they brought in and added things that's been very positive and very good. Um, but we've been able to basically keep it, you know, keep it the same. And, okay. And that was one of the biggest things I had when I was going to sell the business. That it was, you know, they and, and this company is more interested in, you know, basically the the people rather than the than just the the iron. Let's put it that yeah. way. Yeah. So. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was. It was a good. It was a good time. So yeah, good good move. So. Very cool. And so then you've continued on working with them. And yeah, that was one of the. You know, they asked me to stay on and operate, which you know was you know for me was you know that's that's great. I you know I I, I love you know still love the business most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that about business all the time, right, Brandon? It's yeah. not fun all the time, right? So. Right. Um, but yeah, still you know, and, and a lot of it for me now is just the idea of that it's the it's the team and the people I'm around, and then now building you know the legacy of who's gonna you know. Who, who's the next team, you know, who's the next group going to take over? What's, you know, what's going to happen and help build and train, yeah. help, help build and train that next team that will, that will not only, you know, take, take what we have, but take what we have and make it better to the next level. So. Yeah, that's very cool. So then the other question is, you know, you, when you get, uh, initially bought in, you said there was four owners, only one being an operational one. Have the other owners, did they end up eventually selling their shares to you, or how did that all? We, end it up? All, it, we all sold out at the time of sale, so it was all okay. Yep, 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 and that uh, and that that worked out. The timing was right for everybody at the time, and so it all worked out. So, yeah, yeah, very cool. Um, so, what do you see as far as like the future of Smoky Point Concrete and what it looks like going forward? You know, I think it's uh, it's a great time for us right now. We got uh, we got a lot of you know plans for growth and continue to grow, and then you know just continuing to. Uh, uh, you know, grow what we do internally, you know, and making sure we're, we're you know, making sure we're taking care of um, our internal customers and our external customers and, and uh, uh, you know, just as, as those uh, opportunities come to grow and, and uh, you know, uh, to grow people and advance them that, you know, that want to be advanced and grow and be part of that team. And so um, I think for, um, you know, uh, it's a it's a it's a bright future. I think the construction industry is strong and coming you know coming north out of King County. So yep. I think it's going to be uh, you know for the construction supply industry and then you know looking at, looking at the right opportunities to grow and those sort of things. So yeah, very cool. All right. Well, I like to end every podcast with some rapid fire questions. Okay. Um, so the first one is: Do you have a lesser known or favorite location on Camino Island that you like to hang out? Oh, let's see here. Um, yeah, we have, uh, you know, um, a couple play. We like to hang out on the water out here. We have, mm -hmm. a, we have a place uh, down near the water and, and down in South Camino, so we enjoy going down there and being on the beach and hanging out, have campfires and, and roast hot dogs and marshmallows and, uh, and just play on the beach. So that's, uh, that's yeah, that's probably our, our less known place because that's our place. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, pretend you have a friend coming from out of town to visit Camino. Um, what would, or not Camino, but visit you guys. What would the first day look like here? 
Well, we've done this a little bit, and it's we've brought people out here, and and uh, um, actually, your your business here is one of our first stops. Uh, oh, thank you. It's been <laughs> a uh, Camino Coffee and the Camino Commons. Uh, we've we've spent a lot of time out here, and and uh, we actually have friends now that come mm. up here specifically to come here. So they, right. ca- they call us when they're coming here, and uh, <laughs> and tell us well, we'll meet you out there. So in fact, we just out here and we had coffee and. Uh, and uh, and uh, we've it's been a this has been a, a fun spot and you guys have done a great job uh, building a little you know community around this and it's been it's been pretty positive we've we've sent uh, gift baskets you know we have people look forward to gift baskets coming out of here to for gifts back to send them back to Nashville and yep. all over <laughs> and and uh, and we've actually taken uh, taken uh, art class out here too so this is a uh, <laughs> with uh, Jed Dorsey so that yeah. was fun so. Uh, but yeah, this has been a, you know, so that would start here. I think, uh, uh, it's a fun place to jump off and, and go see. Um, and, uh, and then, you know, we just, uh, we've, you know, we've enjoyed the hikes around the, around the, you know, the state park, the beaches of the state park yeah. around there is a great place to go visit. Um, and, um, you know, I think, uh, I just think having, you know, having a, having a beach fire and roasting hot dogs and marshmallows is a great way to, great way to end a, end a day out yeah. here in Camano Island. And, and so it's, you know, uh, it's just fun to, fun to be out of here. It's just such a beautiful place. So, yeah. All right. Who is an interesting or fascinating person in this community that I should interview next? Oh, okay. Um, well, I'm going to give you a couple. So how's okay. that? Sounds so I'm good. I'm going to give you two. So I'll give you my, uh, probably my youngest daughter, Lindsay. Crawford, um, who's working back in the music industry back in Nashville, in the music management industry, yeah, and and really learning and growing back there, and it's been it's been interesting to watch her journey and her challenges and stuff. But it's just it's it's a totally different industry that I've been involved in and seen, and then it's 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 been fun to learn her hear her stories about it and stuff. Yeah. So um, the other one I would I, I think would be my son-in-law Tyler Brim, and he's probably gonna be mad that I said this, but I'm gonna do it anyway. But uh, uh, you know, uh, just a, fi- a fifth generation farmer was a great athlete here and, and went on to play college football and, and, uh, you know, and a very educated, you know, guy in college, I think nearly got his master's degree, but, uh, how passionate he is about the community and the farming that, yeah. that, that takes place. It would yep. be, I think somebody to talk about with. So, yeah, he was actually mentioned by Lauren as well. So, um, and she said the same thing that yeah. he'll, <laughs> <laughs> so we're he'll coming be, for you. Be, be mad. <laughs> Poor Tyler. <laughs> um, very cool. All right. And lastly, if you could have a message on a billboard, right as you're driving on the Island, what would that say? Hmm. Um, you know, I, I think you know. I, I remember when I was when it was going through the growth part of the business, and you're you know, you're just battling, and you're stressed, you're tired. I remember when we lived when I lived on the island, the Cleveland business. When I drove on the island, it was like I all of a sudden everything just changed. It was like you know, I, I was relaxed. It was it was uh, almost like a, I, I you know almost called it like driving onto the vacation island or something. It, it, it literally, it almost changed. Um, you know, I I you know. Um, I, I, you know, for me, I think I, when every time I drive on here, I have such good memories. I just, for me, it's just, I think, you know, you know, you know, peace, beautiful community type thing. It was just, it was peaceful for me to be out here. And, 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 uh, and I think that's, you know, one of those memories I can just remember during a stressful days, just, but driving on all of a sudden, okay, breathe now, (laughs) breathe, maybe just breathe, put breathe on there, breathe and relax. So, yeah, very cool. Yeah. That's, that's a common, a lot of people say that like, 
you know, we have a lot of people that commute and stuff like that and come here on the, you know, live here on the island, but commute to mm-hmm. Boeing or elsewhere. And um, I feel like that's something that's a pretty common, as they say, as soon as they cross that bridge, it's like, it's, yeah. there's a difference when yeah. they cross it. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. It's been great to talk. So, yeah. All right. And Islanders, I will talk to you on the next one. Well, a big thank you to Mark Crawford for joining us on the podcast today, and thank you for listening. If you haven't already, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to your pod- our podcast on your favorite podcast platform. And for more information about this episode, go to kamenocommons.com slash EP36. That's kamenocommons.com slash EP36. Thanks for listening, and see you next time.